Welcome to the Autobahn Country Club Podcast, where your host, club member John Graybeal, opens the doors to America's premier auto sports club. Now, here's John. Well, I'd like to welcome everybody to the Autobahn Country Club Podcast. This week, we have a couple guests. Kyle Nato is going to be joining us, filling us in on all the activities, have a little bit of a conversation with him, and he details all the events for Summerfest coming up. I can't wait for that. Also, if you've ever been to the club, you have to pass through the registration building. Tony Limbach is going to join us. He's going to fill us in a little bit about his background and answer a few questions about having guests come to the club. Tony's a staple at the front, being organizer and manager of that whole department. I think it's always good to get to know the people that we say hi to every day when we come into the club. And also, if you don't mind, please pass it on, email, text some of your friends about the podcast so that they can enjoy hearing a little bit about the activities and the backgrounds of the people and personnel that make up the Audubon Country Club. Well, now, here's Kyle Nato on the Audubon Country Club Podcast. Well, it's July 18th, Wednesday, July 18th. We're in the North Tower. I'm so excited. Once again, we get Kyle Nato on the podcast. We've Our paths have not been able to cross and sync up for the past few podcasts. Welcome back, sir. How are you? Well, I'm doing great. Thank you very much for having me back. It's good to be back on the show. Uh, I've been behind the scenes quite a bit these past couple of weeks, so... Uh, Unfortunately, like you said, haven't been on the show for a while, but uh, excited to tell you what's coming up for the end of July and uh, about Festival of Speed. Yes, that's the that's a big deal. Last last time, uh, my family and I, last Spring Fest, we rented an RV from Outdoorsy, outdoorsy.com, if anybody wants to do that, and we brought it here and we stayed the whole weekend. We are leaving on vacation on Sunday, so we're not going to be here the whole weekend, but we're going to do the month as much as we can out here so our rv spot will be available for someone else who wants to park over there by the clubhouse if you got a question email us here at the podcast at audubonsc.com and i'll tell you how we pulled it off i've uh uh, i've used outdoorsy as well yes you took a big Uh, trip with outdoorsy yeah on a a vacation uh over the winter so we're not affiliated with Outdoorsy, <laughs> no, we're but not. Uh, we're not. We're not. we both uh, If they want to sponsor the bo- podcast, though, there you go. There, there's yeah. always a... The, the, um, Outdoorsy is a website that you can rent people's own personal RVs. So, like, it, it, I consider it as, like, an Uber for RVs, almost? Yeah. Kind of? Yeah. Because uh, you yeah. can make that... Yeah, you know. mine was delivered and set up and picked up and, and dumped and everything, so it was, it was perfect. We, yeah. we had the Cadillac plan, I guess, or something. Yeah, you you did have a really nice and you, setup. You took yours cross country. Yeah, we uh, actually went to the Grand Canyon with it. Uh, we picked it up in Las Vegas and drove around some of the national parks and stopped in the Grand Canyon and dropped it back off in Vegas and flew home. So hey, you had a, a, a motorhome. We, we had a motorhome. motorhome. Ours was just a, I, I believe, a trailer, camping trailer. Yeah, I believe yeah. is the correct term for it. Yeah, I, I call them all RVs, but um, <laughs> yeah, we had a Winnebago and. Again, uh, outdoorsy, and I loved your idea of just renting uh, an RV and uh, spending the entire weekend with us. Yeah, my wife was somewhat of a reluctant participant. Uh, At the end of the weekend, she was happy. It was it was cool. You know, we didn't we were an hour and a half south. We didn't have to drive home. We had it had wine tasting that Saturday night, so it was perfect. We just walked across the paddock back to our house. 
And the RV that, because uh, I went inside your RV that day, um, it 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 was gorgeous on the inside. It was super nice. Bigger brand, than my apartment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was brand new. Uh, they had a bunk room in the back for our two kids, <clears throat> um, king bed in the front, and a couch, a uh, table. We, uh, I think uh, Saturday night after that, we played some some games and we got everybody off electronics and it was we had a blast. Yep. But we look forward to to doing it again. I'm actually Saturday. I'm going to go look at getting our own possibly mm-hmm. and I have a I have an idea how we can uh, I'm, I'm not so sure it's cost effective as it is just to rent a guy who lives in Naperville to rent <laughs> over here <laughs> but um yeah I'm, I'm I'm looking and we're gonna go up Saturday and uh come up here Saturday and Pontiac I think at the big RV store and look at some stuff there and see if we can find something that fits our very nice so spend a lot of time researching it and figuring it out maybe that might be a, a thing we'll do I don't know we'll see um after our RV trip, I know that we were looking at them very briefly because we had a blast with an, with our RV. But uh, I think for any member that wants to spend a, a lot of time here at Autobahn, uh, an RV is an interesting an option. option. Yeah. It, besides yeah. the besides the, the condos, condos, the garage mahals, and all the other <laughs> uh, facilities that we have, um, it's a great option. Yeah, for us, we're we're right in between. If we were further away, it would make almost make more sense. I mean, I, I'm a lot of times I'm up here every day in a, in a row, driving up here, picking up something, and mm-hmm. hauling it back to to work on it, or, or you know, however that works out. So yeah, mm-hmm. you don't have a garage. I suppose you had a. That's the we do have a rental garage now, so that does help a little bit. But okay. um, yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. It's a nice living quarters kind of uh, here at Autobahn. Yeah, be pretty it's nice. pretty cool. So. Uh, what is going on on Speed? Um, summer Summerfest? Is that what we call it? What do we call uh, it? Festival Speed festival is coming speed. up. We have a couple of things that I want to mention beforehand. Uh, one thing that you, John, actually pioneered uh, down at the car track is every Thursday night, we are going to be doing uh, a cart chase race. So... Uh, John has it all set up. He's given it to Mario, uh, and uh, starting around five o'clock, it's just it's a really fun event. But for those of you that don't know, a chase race is you'll go out, get some timed runs, and we will release you out on track. Uh, so in theory, we'll release everybody at different intervals. So in theory, at the end of the race, you guys all should be crossing the finish line just like uh, a chase race that we do on Full Track Fridays. Yeah, so I did a podcast with my Gritter that, that detailed all the chase race, and one day uh, we were sitting down there, and I just said, hey, let's." it's a way to get everybody involved. And everybody, you know, from my, my wife who does not, technically her car's not, uh, doesn't weigh enough to race yet, her cart, but she loved the idea of going out there. And it's pretty informal. Uh, yeah. When we did, when we had done it a couple times, it was a blast. You, it was a blast. Um, yeah, it, everyone was having a, a whole lot of fun down there. And it, like you said, it's an informal. Uh, for those of you that are not sure if you want to get involved into the racing aspect of karting, uh, come on down for a chase race. Uh, we take all ages. Um, you'll need your own cart. But if interest grows, we can also do a rental element as well so you don't even need a cart to participate in the in the chase race so. yeah it, it, it was a lot of fun it, again i 
multiple times I've mentioned this. It's so cool to be down. Thursday nights were so great. I happened to be flying Wednesday, uh, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, so I was always getting done in the afternoon on Thursday. We came down here, and family would come up and, and meet us here, so all four of us were out there, and it was really neat. We stayed afterwards. We got some tacos at the yeah. at the new taco truck, the new gas station service station around the corner. If you guys don't know where that is, boy, it was busy today when I stopped in there, and boy, really? it was packed. Um, and we got some tacos and some drinks, and we came back, and sat outside after Thursday. But you were also mingling with other members That's as the key. Well. When you paddock uh, at the cart track, everybody paddocks together. Mm-hmm. It's a little different from if, you know, we're out to run the Miata and somebody goes back to their garage mahal, somebody goes to their condo, somebody goes to their rental garage, somebody gets on a trailer. They're always, uh, my wife, and I've quoted her, she said it was the funnest time she'd had at the track in her cart going on and off whenever she wanted to that whole evening the last well the last evening we were here but we had kind of worked up to that but she she finally got a cart and she had settled into what she was doing and uh great group of guys they're out here great support um it it was a lot of fun so that's every we're going to be doing that every thursday again just very informal uh, and that's late night Thursday. Late so night good. Thursday, yeah. so it starts around five o'clock, goes till about seven o'clock, and you know we're we're just gonna uh, have some fun down there. And again, that was pretty much uh, John's idea. So I am open to any and all suggestions. Uh, I've had quite a few members talk to me or text me, call me with uh, some ideas that they'd like to see down at the car track as far as running different events and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, definitely let me know. I'm, I'm all ears. Yeah, it doesn't, I mean, for us, it doesn't, now what my son and I, I did my first kart race last, the last race. My son has been racing, of course, forever. It doesn't necessarily have to be racing to have fun in the carts. Mm-hmm. It, exactly. it could just be a lot of things. And, and for us, it's been a huge family um, event time to get my wife and daughter out here with the, the, the car track is it's, uh it's pretty cool family bonding area it, it really is uh we have quite a few families that each person owns their own cart and when they come down it's you know father son mother daughter you know father daughter everybody's down there they're helping each other out and uh it's just it's a great atmosphere it is it is and it and it's a little bit unique at uh it's for us. It's a little bit unique to be able to do it like that. I suppose we could do it down in our farm if everybody got on our four wheelers. But it's a lot of fun with other people to get out there. And and right. and, and I, I will say one one thing. I've been telling my friends about coming out here and joining for the carding membership. Is recently I was at perhaps the premier carding facility in the country. There was no flaggers. There's no safety. And that's the one thing that here, every time you get out on the car track, there's a flagger, there's somebody watching, there are safety crews here and, and everything. And it's much safer. It's a much better environment. And when you can, you think, boy, this is, you know, I was at, the, like I said, the premier karting facility and there's those things. While the track is great, those, el- those two safety elements are not there. And I, I do realize that we're pretty unique in having that ability because I have been at other card. Again, this is the only carding facility I've been at other than a race where they've had those things all the time. Right. And, and uh, safety is obviously paramount. That That's my utmost concern and all of the guys down there at the car track. Um, safety is, is number one. So, um, you know, they're going to be making sure that you're wearing all of your safety gear before you go out. Even in these hot 
summer months, um, you know, we can't get lax on that stuff. So you, you know, be sure, you know, come dressed, uh, prepared and, uh, ready to go. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, that's Thursday nights, Thursday nights, every Thursday Thursday night. So, uh, moving right along, um, on the 21st, July 21st, we actually have coming up our three and a half hour Enduro on the South track. That's for Miatas? That's uh, for any car. Any car. Any car, race car. So it's an endurance race. Um, typically, you know, it's a team event. I'd say anywhere from two to four people, uh, two to four drivers. And we already have 14 teams signed up. Holy cow. So the event actually starts at about four o'clock and it's continuous racing all the way up until uh, 7.45. So, uh I personally love endurance racing. Uh, it's man and machine and the heat and uh, and everything. So um, it, it's right there on the south track, so you can go up on top of the south timing tower and, uh, you know, in a nice shady spot and watch the races. It, you can watch the pit crews scurrying around on pit lane <laughs> trying to fix cars and get them running and everything like that. Um, but... Endurance racing is probably some of the most competitive, but also there's, I've seen tremendous camaraderie as well. You know, other pit crews helping out other cars. Um, you really don't see that too often, um, where race teams are helping other race teams. But I've definitely seen it here uh, at Autobahn. So, three and a half hour enduro on the twenty first. Um, the twenty second, we have a wings and things race. So. For those of you that are not familiar, Wings and Things, pretty much uh, it's all of your Formula cars, uh, your Spec Racer Fords, any kind of open wheel. Um, if it's got a giant wing on the back. Um, <laughs> fits in know, that category. It fits in that category. And do they all have to be open wheel cars for the Wings and Things or not necessarily well, like a spec racer spec Ford, Ford is not, right? It's not, but it still fits in that, in that category. In that category, right, yeah. right, right. Okay. So... Um, I, I I love wings and things races. I'd love to see, you know, much larger fields. Um, you know, you just spoke with Jody and he works on all the formula cars and stuff like that. Uh, that's, I'd absolutely love to get behind the wheel of a, of a formula car. Yeah, me too. Um, but that's on the, that's on the 22nd. So wings and things, uh, moving right along. On the 25th, which is a Wednesday, we have a performance drive. So if you have any friends or family that um, are interested in kind of learning more about high-performance driving, kind of steer them towards the performance drive that's coming up on the 25th. You'll be working with all of our instructors. You'll be doing an autocross, and there's on-track time and stuff like that. Uh, and you can actually sign up for that right on our website. And that's a full day event? Pretty much. I think I believe it's like six or seven hours. Yeah. But the member doesn't have to come. That's not a member and guest No, no, day. no. This is, uh, it's actually open to the public. Open to the public. So, okay. Yeah. So if you have somebody that's interested, go to the website. Hey, I'm interested in the club. Go to the website and sign up and they spend all day here. Yeah. I had a friend that uh, she was going to do her first track day. She was very nervous about doing it. She came first to a performance drive. Um and pretty much got all the nervousness out, and she was completely ready for her first track day. Nice. So, nice. Um, after the 25th, that moves us directly into 
the big weekend of Festival of Speed. Yes. So uh, if you're a new member, you've never uh, had the thrill of Festival of Speed, highly recommend coming out uh, July 27th through the 29th. So on July 27th, that's a Friday, we'll be doing a chase race on the big track. Um, you can bring pretty much any car out. and Street cars. Uh, street cars, race okay, cars. Race cars, mm-hmm. and no race license required. Correct. Some come out and sit a couple times in a normal lapping session before the race, give you a position, and... It's fun. That's a lot of fun. It's a blast. I like those a lot. Uh, And as a spectator, they're really fun because, again, the theory is that everyone's going to be pretty much crossing the line at the same time. So, um, and then we go back through the the data and everything like that, you know, see who really came out on top and um, if they were, because chase races are all about consistency, making sure that uh, you can drive the track consistently. So it's also a full track Friday. And also, uh, all members, you know, are allowed to, it's a guest day. You're allowed to bring guests as well, so they can experience the, all the fun of three and a half mile, uh, racetrack. Cool. So that's Friday. Um, so a free guest day, they can drive that day. No, it's not a free day. Um, but you're allowed, you're encouraged to encouraged bring, encouraged to bring a guest. Yeah. Yeah. So if they do want to, if a guest wants to drive here, they just have to pay the, the, guest, the guest fee, fee. and it's a little tiny bit more for the full track days than it is normally correct so yeah okay cool uh so that was friday saturday uh is going to be a pretty busy day a whole lot of action going on uh in the morning down at the car track we have uh, another kart league race so we've sold quite a few new go-karts and you're going to see a lot of fresh new faces uh down on saturday yeah that's on saturday morning from nine to noon do we know what track that is going to be yet uh, this track layout, there's to be determined. To be determined. Okay, <laughs> I believe I believe it's actually the the track layout is going to be the the full track. Full track. On yeah. The day. Okay. Cool. So, uh, so while the kart league race is going on, uh, there's also going to be a GT race. So, uh, if you're a spectator, that's always a fun one to watch because you see some high horsepower cars uh, ripping around out on track, and then that evening. Uh, about five thirty, six o'clock, we'll be doing a rally cross out there on North. So, uh, John, are you going to be there? Uh, we believe we will be here. Hopefully, with both of our cars for the rally cross. Yes. Okay. Hopefully, uh, just your cars. The are you going to be bringing the the side by side? No. Okay. We sold our side by side to pay for our carts. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good to know. And on July 29th, that Sunday, we'll be having a Spec Miata race and a Radical race as well. So there's definitely a whole lot of action going on. I forgot to mention on Saturday night, there's going to be food and a band in the clubhouse for afterwards. Um, And, you know, just the entire atmosphere of Festival Speed. Bring the children out. I know Terry Weber will have kids' activities for them to be doing so mom and dad could be out on the racetrack racing uh the kids can be down at the cart track running around in uh in their carts or on the rental carts and then also doing other activities as well so it really is it's kind of become a true festival and 
and that uh, it's a family-friendly activities. Is there a car show going on? Sometimes they've had car shows. Yeah. In the, no, no car show, so, okay. You can always bring a car if you'd like. So. Yeah, we had the one. So, I know last last year, I think it was last year, was it? There was a time when we could bring an old car out or something, do old car laps. That's not what that wasn't at Festival at Speed though. No, because we, we brought our Model A out for for that. It's probably at the end of the year. End of the year. Yeah. End of the year. Oktoberfest or something like that. It, it might have been. It might have been. Yeah, our Model A didn't last. We were having an overheat problem, and we were waiting to get on the track to do some laps. Oh really? And um, it ended up. It started getting really hot, and that we were scared to bring it out. Yeah. Um, That'd be great to do a chase race in a Model A. Chase race in Model A would be <laughs> quite interesting. Lap times of 10 minutes or so? Yeah. No, well, I mean, I can go. The, every year, it's all the cars, I try to pick my kids up from school in all the cars every year. Oh, and okay. I did take the Model A last year to pick them up from school, you know, at 45 miles an hour. And I got up to 55 with it, just zipping right along. No problems at all, but <laughs> the wheel comes off. You are not. You're not going to have a good day. You're not day. walking home. No. So uh, it'll go. It'll get up and go. Really? That's actually, that. that's really interesting. Um, I didn't know they went that fast. I thought they were kind of. No, they're they're interesting. I know you mentioned your dad is is interested in a, in a Model A. He thinks yeah. they're cool, yeah. It, so. so it was my, it was my, uh, it was my wife's grandfather's car. And it's really nice that his son was a body man who, who ended up with a car, and it's a beautiful paint job on it. It's a beautiful, beautiful mm-hmm. paint job. Uh, it didn't come in any color as long as it's black? <laughs> that was just the Model T? Um, there is some debate about that. Uh-huh. Theor- what the family thinks is this is the original color, was this, was this cream color. Uh, there is a Model A expert. It's an interesting story. She lives in, outside of, right outside of Streeter. She got her first Model A when she was 14 years old, and she still has that Model A. Wow. And she is the go-to person to get your Model A worked on and fixed. She's so good that uh, she looked at a screw one time, and she goes, you know, forgive me if I don't have the exact dates right. You know they didn't come up with Phillips screws until 1933, so that's <laughs> not the right. This is a 1928. Uh, she goes, you know they didn't come up until night, you know with screws until then but so my father uh a few years back for father's day i got him a gift to where you could go to the dearborn michigan sure yeah so the and ford, they have a, ford the, plant, ford plant. the ford museum yeah and uh on certain days you actually get to go through their model a like academy and it's a classroom and then you actually get to drive it uh drive a model a around their facility as well and apparently it's the only school like that yeah, but they I'd show you how to start it I'd and everything that. like yeah. that we, i've never crank started ours ours is of course a battery electric star i've never crank started it which which would be an interesting attempt to do i don't know how safe that would be <laughs> yeah i always heard that like there apparently go the there's right, like a kickback yeah, or something go like the right that direction they, and not um, have a kickback yeah yeah that it like breaks your arm or something like yeah. that yeah but so. we, we were in our little town one time and i got out and my wife says you gonna take the keys and ours is original so she goes, you going to take the keys? I go, you know, there's there's two people that can start this car. And the other guy's 85, and he's not going to steal it, right? right. You know? Yeah, we're just going to walk over to his house and, <laughs> hey, George, give it back, please. Yeah, because it, it's not, you, you know, you start with your foot. There's a spark. There's a choke. There's a mixture. And it's somewhat like starting an airplane. So you're doing stuff with your hands while your foot's actually hitting the starter. 
And this is why you had a dedicated chauffeur or a driver <laughs> is because you didn't want to deal with all of this. Yeah. You just wanted to sit in the back yeah. and have Jeeves drive you down the street while you uh, ate your great Poupon, apparently. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there, I'm sure the guys worked on it more. I mean, I'm, I spend a lot of time on YouTube when something goes wrong. I mean, I, YouTube, to, I, I had to take the, the points off and, and, and fix the points. We were having a little, it was a shorting a little bit, but it's, it's pretty cool. I mean, it's, it's not easy. I wouldn't say it's easy. I wouldn't say it's hard to work on. But I don't work on them enough, so I got to go back to YouTube all the time. There's an old gentleman in from the Model A Club down in like Orlando that posts videos all the time. Here's oh. how an ignition system works, and he has a piece of paper and he draws how the ignition system works on his YouTube channel. Oh, that's it's fantastic! Jack, Jack's his name, and uh, so he showed me how to on YouTube how to set the timing, and it was perfect. When in doubt, whenever I'm doing any sort of repairs, I do the exact same thing. I'm more of a visual learner. So if I can watch it on YouTube versus reading it in a repair manual, um, yeah, that's always been my go-to. It's just YouTube. Anything from, you know, changing a headlight uh, to, you know, some major repairs. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty fun. So if, you, if you're interested in a Model A, I can point you in the right direction to what we call the Model A lady. Yeah. And she, it's funny, in her barn, she's got, oh, I got six cars in here. She's got every, you know, frames, the frames all hung on the wall with all kinds of other cars. But she works on a lot of older stuff. I'm interested in a right-hand drive Model A. So if somebody has a right-hand drive Model A. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I have this dream that I'm going to build a, uh, use a right-hand drive Model A since I know it. Okay. Um, and I have uh, my friend Brian help me extend it, help me extend the drive shaft, and we're going to turn it into a Chitty Chitty Bang Bang car. You know there was one out I know there was okay. one here. Yeah, yeah a guy up right. in, I think he's from Elgin that uh, that did it. He did a really good job. You know, there was, eight, there was no specific kind of car. There was six to, or eight different ones for the movie. Oh. Only a couple were drivable. Then there was the one that floated and the one they used to, to, to fly. So there wasn't really a specific kind but the the noise was a model a so really? the, the the sound the engine note was a model a that they used for that but there it was a like a the main one that they used in the in the movie was a like a 56 truck that they extended and it was um automatic and but i've been looking at like the Python horn, I have a place to get the Python horn. They started recreating it in, over in England, so I've been keeping list of things. But mm. now, have you ever been up to Volo? Yeah, I have Illinois? been to Volo, the Volo Museum. Yeah. So I grew up in McHenry, um, and that's a whole other story of the commute from McHenry down here. But um, Volo, uh, for those of you that don't know, or is right next to McHenry. It's pretty far north. But um, it's a great museum. You got to pay a little bit of money to go in there, and all, yeah. almost all the cars are for sale. You can buy, not only go you to the museum and buy them. hours yeah. up there, and they have movie cars and yeah. you know everything. So, um, yeah, if you're up north, definitely check out Volo Auto Museum. But yeah, it's cool. There's yeah, yeah it's it's really actually we went as a family once, and I came home and I ended up taking my uh, neighbor, who. Uh, this is not the way to think, but I think this is funny. Whenever I have a problem with my model, he was born in 1933. Okay. So when I have a problem with Model A, my first thought is, oh, I need to call Bill up. Well, just, I'll say saying I was born in 1966. That's like saying you got a, a, a 
63 Chevy called John up because he was born three years later. And I have to think, <laughs> no, just because, you know, he was around older you cars. You were an auto mechanic at the no, age of three? when I was oh, three I years old. Right, right, right. Wow. Yeah. So, it, it, and I always go, oh. But, you know, what's funny is a lot of times Bill does have the answer. Like, okay. Well, that's good. Those are good friends to have. So I bring a chair over and he sits in the chair. And our, I, I, fortunate enough, our garage is our car barn's air conditioning. He can sit in the chair and he can say, no, well, he also show you how to adjust that brake on that. So a lot of times he does know, but yeah. he's not necessarily just because he's was born in the 30s doesn't mean he knows everything. <laughs> right. but he does know a lot. <laughs> nice, nice. And I'm I'm just clay that he can just form and hopefully teach me a few things. And yeah. good to learn. So, uh, so is your dad? You, so you grew up. Is your dad still up there in parents? So they uh, they recently moved over to Grays Lake, but yeah, they're oh. still up north. And uh, he was one of the major influences on me uh, as far as kind of getting into cars and stuff like that. So, and is he, he still working? Is he retired? Is uh, he, he's going to work until the day he what dies. What does he do? Uh, so, actually, he is a dental technician. So, he used to own his own dental lab. He, um, so, a dental technician, basically, they make teeth mm-hmm. uh, as an industry. At first, I knew absolutely nothing about it. It's one of those little kind of small cottage industries. But uh, you go to the dentist. If you need a crown, bridge, uh, dentures, anything like that, he's the one that actually makes your teeth. Uh, so that way it blends in, and you would never know that it's a it's a false tooth. But um, so, yeah, and now all of a sudden, I, uh, you know, growing up, we both loved cars. We would kind of tinker around on cars. Uh, he usually did most of the work while I was the trusty sidekick that held the, the light. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I had a go-kart growing up, uh, but like an off-road go-kart mm-hmm. that uh, I'd drive around the subdivision. I'd meet a lot of very nice police officers with. And um, <laughs> But, yeah, so and now he's gotten into wanting a Model A. He's probably wanted one for the past 15 years, and hopefully one of these days... Uh, I can surprise him for his birthday with, you know, a Model A. There so, you go. We'll yeah. put the we'll put the word out. See if I see what we can find. I'm looking for Model A donations. <laughs> if anyone has a pristine Model A that they would like to donate, please uh, call Kyle. So, all right. Well, thanks so much for being back on the podcast and filling us in on everything that's going on. We look forward to the Festival of Speed this weekend and everything else that's that's happened here at Audubon. Great. Thank all you very much. Thank we'll you. Talk soon. Uh, we call this a registration building, is that right? Yep, I, registration. I'm a military guy. I often refer to it as the guard shack, yeah. but I don't think that's right. <laughs> the registration building. Say, say your full name for me. Uh, my name is Tony Limbach. Tony Lim, Limbach. Yep. L-I-M-B-A-C-H-B. Okay. And we're at the registration building at the Audubon Country Club on a Wednesday afternoon. Yeah, Wednesday afternoon. Uh so what's your ex- exact position here? You're the manager? How do you say it? Uh, supervisor? What is... I am the manager of registration and security. Magis- manager of registration and security. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the registration building here is 24, 24-7, right? Yep, we have someone here 24-7, 365 days a year. Okay. Well, tell us a, a little bit about you. So oftentimes, 
the first face that anyone, member or guest or anybody comes in is the person behind the counter here at the, yep. Um, yep. At the registration building. So where did you grow up, Tony? Are you from around here? Uh, I grew up in Joliet, born and raised in Joliet, and I currently live in uh, Crest Hill, which is right next to Joliet. So. Okay. It's been so, uh, going on too many years. Oh, too many years. <laughs> um, and how... And you, uh, so you grew up there. What did you do as a, how'd you have fun as a kid? Or what, what were you involved in as a kid? Or? Uh, I used to uh, bowl a lot on the weekends and that, and did some bowling. Uh, I was in school and that, growing up and being a kid. <laughs> uh, not a whole lot other than that. And then uh, I've always been a fan of racing too. Oh, so, uh huh. Yeah, growing up around racing, uh, my uncle used to race, uh, my cousin raced. Uh, what kind of racing? Like uh, they racing? raced uh, asphalt late models out oh, okay. at Grundy County Speedway in Morris. Oh, yeah, so, cool. Yeah, went out there a lot. Yeah? So I still go. <laughs> that's, that's something that I, I did as a kid stock car racing other down by uh, Farmer City in Fairbury okay. down by me and I used to go as a kid and I have I've been remiss not to take my kids out there so I, every, yeah. it was raining this past Friday I thought for sure this Friday I was going to go but it, it yeah, was last Friday it rained down there all the dirt got rained out we ran up here no rain and the the um, the outlaw thing is tonight outlaw sprint series or something is going on tonight hey. Hey. So when did you uh, first come out to the Audubon, or did you know about it? Is is a uh, I found out about it in uh, the spring of two thousand five when I was attending JJC for a criminal justice degree. JJC Juliet Junior Juli- College. Yep, Juliet okay. Junior College. Uh, and uh, saw something about it, and I came out here uh, one Saturday morning and applied and believe it or not my first interview was with mark basso oh yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> right to the top the president and yep. the founder yeah yep first guy that i talked to out here was mark and that, and then uh applied out here did a quick interview left here and went down the street went bowling <laughs> and then uh about a week later uh tom bagley called me uh to have me come out and do uh an orientation type thing they originally applied to be a uh, corner worker, flagger. Corner worker, okay. Yep. They spent ten and a half years doing that, and then they came up here. So. Ten and a half years as a corner worker. Yep. So uh, uh, earlier today, I was talking with Mike Gritter about corner work, and how um, that's a pretty integral part. Yeah. If you had, as a corner, we'll just put that hat on for a second, as a corner worker, if you had something you wanted everybody to know, mm-hmm. what would be the one thing... That you don't forget about us or wave at us or what would it be that you that you would want all the members and drivers out there to know? Uh, if I was still a corner worker, so don't forget about them out there, uh, especially when the weather's cold, wet, snowy, uh-huh. or hundred degrees and ninety percent humidity. Uh, they're out there all the time, no matter what. So don't forget about them out there. Okay, all right. Um, and then you moved in to the registration yep. office here. Yep. And I uh, took over from uh, our previous person up here, Shannon. She moved, and that, and we had the opening, so applied for the opening and uh, came up here. So, what, three years now? Three years up here? Yeah. So, how how, are, how many days a week are you here? Are you here? Uh, I typically do uh, 40 hours a week, so okay. usually I'm here uh, 
Wednesday through Saturday. Wednesday through Saturday. I didn't yeah. know. If, you know, some guys are here. Yeah. Less, more. I mean, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Okay, so forty hours a week, and um, are they? Uh, how many total um, registration? How, how big is the staff? Uh, we have myself. We have six that are uh, year-round up here. And then we have uh, about four or five that are event staff that come in and help out with the events when we have a uh, big group come in, and we have them help sign them in. You've, I mean, that's a pretty big staff you got to yeah. watch out for. So you got to coordinate all that? And, yeah. Yep. And, uh, wow. And do you, uh, is that, where it's really, as I pause and look outside at the, Hail coming down, I think, is what... Well, there's awful big raindrops, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> how long is the training? I mean, you get a new... Is there, is there a lot of different... I mean, the staff behind the counter seems like they don't change... They don't change... I mean, it'll be in a couple of years, but they seem to be pretty much the same ones. Occasionally, yeah, I see yeah, a different they've been, face. Uh, Carolyn and Rich have been here since uh, 2005 as well. So, so Carolyn and, and, and Rich, Rich. Yep. are the ones that I see all yep. the time. Yep. And I, I see Carolyn sometimes up, but she works, does a few yeah, other things. She goes out and uh, helps back in the bar every once in a while when they need it. So. Huh? Okay. Um, and so when we bring a guest, mm-hmm. uh, what is the exact uh, procedure for bringing a guest out? Okay. Uh, when we have a guest come in, uh, we would prefer that the member give us a call, shoot us an email to registration at and uh, let us know that they're bringing a guest. And that so that way that we can coordinate uh, with the member, and uh, we do have different levels of membership. The country club member, they can either pay for their guest or have their guest pay to drive. So, yeah. so, so a guest comes in, they can come in for we can bring a guest. His member can bring a guest in for free, mm-hmm. and free would be they could go karting, for yep, example, go karting, or hang out and have lunch with hang you, hang out and have lunch, yeah. or ride or get yeah. a ride, yeah, um, and then. To drive, mm-hmm. then they, I guess, would have to go through um, orientation. Is that every time they go orientation? Yep, they have to go through orientation every time they every come time? in. Every time? Okay, so every time you bring them in, and then they, either the guest pays or the member pays yep. for them for the privilege of, for the safety team and the privilege yeah. of getting out yep. and actually driving on the track. Yep. Okay, okay. Yeah, the uh, uh, corporate member and founding members have gas passes that they can use. Okay. And it's an X amount of them. Uh, typically, the corporate has six, and uh, founding have 36 members, the passes to use. Uh, so that's why we try to coordinate with the members. Sometimes the member doesn't want us to tell their guest how much it is to actually be out and drive. Oh, uh, that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. That, yeah, that does make sense. Yeah. Okay. So they take, they kind of like, uh, kind of keep that quiet from their guests sometimes if they want to, or others have no problem with us telling them. Yeah, that, that makes so. sense. So the... Can the guest, so if the guest is going to drive, do you, and the member's not here yet, is it okay if they come in and then go uh, up and, and meet with? If the to, member calls ahead of time and lets us know that they're going to be running a little bit late and that the guest will be here before them, uh, otherwise we'd really prefer that the guest driver wait until the member gets here. Okay. So that there, uh, there's no confusion. Uh, I mean, we've had it happen where guest driver showed up, member doesn't show up until 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, so, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So he just ran out back there doing whatever. So. But, yeah, we would prefer, strongly prefer that the uh, members be here with their guests. Okay. Okay. So. And um, 
So what else do we need? So a guest, uh, they have to come in and sign a waiver? Yep. Anytime anybody comes in, member, guest, uh, staff, uh, we do have a waiver that they have to sign. Uh, members do have the privilege of doing a yearly waiver, a uh-huh. one-time uh, waiver for the year. Uh, everybody else has to sign our waiver. Uh, and then a guest driver, when they come in, they sign a waiver. We also give them a medical form to fill out. And it's a brief form to fill out. Okay. Uh, they just ask basic questions. So that would if something does happen to them out on track, we have it on file. We can get it to the safety team, and they know what's going on with that person. And that's for drivers and non-drivers or just for drivers? Just for drivers. Just for drivers. Yep, okay. just a non-driving guest just have to sign our waiver. We give them a wristband and send them on their way. And, uh, and kids, mm-hmm. both... What's the deal? Uh, we have a minor waiver. Uh, we prefer that we have get both parents' signature on it. Okay. Uh, sometimes, you know, families break up and all that. It's unfortunate sometimes. Uh, if we can get both parents, that's great. Or we can uh, bypass that and just do it with one parent. If okay. Need be. All right. Yep. Hello. Yeah. What can we do for you? For lap sync. Okay. Look from here. Print time. There you go. You guys know where you're going back there? Yeah, I do. Is Sean going to be checking in back there or is he going to be up here? Don't know yet. Don't yeah, know not, not arrived. No, no one's arrived yet? Okay. I guess I'll creep back up here in a little bit and see where he's at. Alright. I think they said about 3.30 they'll be rolling in. 3.30? Alright, we'll go set up. Okay. Thank you. Yes. So, um... <clears throat> Bring a minor guest, mm-hmm. uh, my nephew. I can sign for my. I can sign for my nephew. Uh, no, we prefer the, the, the head of parent, The parents. Yeah. Okay, so the parents sign. Is that something they can do via email and send? And uh, we can send a minor waiver out via email to uh, to the members who can pass it on to their guests and that, and parents can sign it. Uh, although we do ask if it's filled out off property that they get it notarized. Okay. Uh, if it's filled out here in front of us, we all need to know there. Okay. 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 Makes yep. sense. Makes sense. And um, and then for the yearly minor mm-hmm. waiver, that's both parents need to sign. Yep. Both parents need to sign as well. Okay. All right. So what um, what are some things that you would like? I know I asked you about as when you had your corner worker hat on. Mm-hmm. What do you like the members to know? Is there something that they, besides the guests, I think the guest thing is uh, pretty important to get the, the procedures down. Is there any? Yeah, uh, the, those procedures are also on the uh, member website, okay. members.com. Uh It's under one of the tabs. Just scroll down to uh, member guest okay. procedures, and it has all the information, how many times you can bring a particular guest, uh, what the guest fees are, and all that as well. Yeah, because you are limited. Like a regular member can bring the same guest... You can bring a m- number of guests as they pay, yeah. right? But you can bring the same guest. Uh, same driving r- guest uh, three times. Three times a year. Yes. Okay. And yeah, uh, you sense. can bring that guest as many times as you want to not drive. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point, to, yep. and, to, and to drive. Um, what else do we need to know, or do you like guys to know? to, or If you if you could get a message out to everybody, what would it be? Uh, let's see. <laughs> 
follow oh, yeah. the rules. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> Makes your life easier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, there are times that we get to be the bearer of bad news. It's, don't don't be mad at us. We're just passing on word from in the back that comes up in here. The rules, just following the rules, yeah. yeah. When we do make an effort to uh, try to know who everybody is when they come in, uh, I mean, with over 400 members, uh, sometimes it gets challenging to remember who everybody is. But uh, our regulars, we do get to know them, and uh, we're able to know who they are as soon as they come in, so we can, you know, personalize the greeting and all that stuff. So. Yeah, I was in earlier to way early today before anybody should have really been up, and uh, the registrations office and met a new gentleman. I got the overnight guy. Yeah, said, the overnight asked, security person. Yeah, Dan. Dan. Yeah, I asked if he was new and. Tried to introduce myself so that I knew I could say hi, Dan. Um, <laughs> next time I see him, so uh, so somebody needs to get a hold of you directly, mm-hmm. um, Tony Limbach at AudubonCC.com, Yep. Or and the main number rings in here, right? Uh, yep. Uh, when you the prompt for an extension, just hit zero or two three two. Zero or two three two. Yep. All right. Well, I'll thank be right you. Right up into here. Well, thank you so much. All I right. appreciate you being on the podcast. Yeah, no problem. Well, that's the show this week. Thanks so much, everybody, for listening. We have an interview coming up next week, a little preview with Jody Lift from Havoc Motorsport. Please stay tuned to that. And I'll see everybody at SpeedFest this weekend. You've been listening to Autobahn Country Club Podcast, where your host, club member John Graybill, opens the doors to America's premier auto sports club. Join us next time for Autobahn Country Club Podcast.